And welcome back, dude. Episode 66 of the pod, dude. And today's a special one. I'll tell you why. Today, I'm recording the pod on my birthday. Today, I was born just a little baby 33 years ago. What's up, dude? So, uh... Oh, man, I never, like, you don't think you're going to, like, be 30 when you're 15, right? You don't think about that shit. When I, I can, like, easily remember being young and being like, dude, 30 is old. 30 is, <laughs> 30 is like, you're a full-fledged, I mean, dude, fuck that. 25 was an adult to me. And you know what's crazy is that now that I think about it, Like, all your teachers who weren't, like, obviously old women who weren't, like, you know, grandmothers were probably in their 20s, like, early 20s. And so, you know, when you would look, like, I I specifically remember elementary school, like, I had crushes on teachers that I was like, man, why? She's older than me, but she seems young, you know? And some of them were just getting married or, uh, you know... I mean, shit, some of them were just getting divorced, too. Go down. And, um, but I just thought they're, you know, they're so much older. And as I started getting into my teens, I was like, oh, dude, 20s will be sick. And then you get in your 20s, are, oh, dude, 30s will be sick. And then you just, you're in your 30s now and you're like, hey, dude, when are you going to start getting sick? You know? <laughs> but, dude, ah, oh, 30s. My body is falling to fucking part. And I haven't even, I've just started my 30s. Granted, I skated a lot put my body through a lot with fat so maybe it's just like if I did nothing but also if I didn't skate though you'd be I wouldn't be having this podcast because I'd be immobile to go anywhere I'd be a fucking a fat piece of shit and that's for sure the skating kept me down kept the weight down for a very long time so I gotta be fortunate for that but the trade-off is that now when I sneeze which I did a couple mornings ago I I sneezed dude get this and I hurt my neck and it hurt bad, dude. I was, I literally was stunned. And I thought for a second I had broke my neck. And like, I, I just, those memes come to mind when like, you know, pl- uh, whatever, getting hurt as a kid versus getting hurt as an adult. And it's this guy in a full body cast on a bed and no fucking lie, man. I feel that now. Like literally the day I turned 30, my body started falling apart. Like my, my knee popped out of place, getting into a car and, I, and in my head as a, uh oh, it starts now, dude. Cause it did. I was fucking. It's horrible. Uh, like, back to the sneezing thing. I sneeze and I hurt the shit out of my neck. I I was like, oh fuck. Like, I think I gotta go to the doctor. Like, it hurt that bad, man. And then like I was just like, okay, well fuck. Let me relax it. Let me massage it a little bit, and I was back to normal. But why did that happen? What? Why is my body? rejecting and and letting me down now i'm like fuck if this is 30 what's 40 and if whatever is at 40 what's 50 this this is this is gonna suck or i need to start taking like way better vitamins i don't know but and it's and it's uh it sucks man but anyways turning 33 is great um i (laughs) It's just it's just good, man. It's just good to be here another another year. Uh kinda get to see how, you know, Marvel is kinda letting us down each year and uh <laughs> Dude, there's so much hate. 
for fucking this. I know I've talked about this to exhaustion, but you know what? This is what we do. We talk about this shit because it keeps it keeps changing. What I didn't realize, and now I do. I came to the realization, dude. People on YouTube, and you could argue that sure, maybe I, maybe I do t- this as well, but not to the extent of some of these YouTubers. These guys make a living off of shitting on other people's shit. You know? Like, you ever you ever just shit on shit? It's like, okay, well, if it sucks, you gotta keep shitting on it? I don't know, maybe you do. Look, anything I do here is I'm looking for a comic angle to it, like a comedic angle to anything. I don't really give too much to, to these things I'm upset about. Like, yeah, sure, it might have set me in the moment, but honestly, I'll, I'll get past it soon enough. But... You know, my algorithm for some reason on YouTube is suggesting that I watch these videos that are like, Phase 4 of the MCU, is it shit? Does it suck? And it's like, the the fall of Marvel, all this shit, right? And of course, I'm a sucker, dude, he knows by now. I'm going to click on it because I want to see, like, does it? Is it? Because a part of me, like I've said before, is kind of losing faith and then... I was kind of gaining momentum back with She-Hulk, and now it's kind of plateaued, and I'm like, are you going to do anything at the end of this episode? Because it kind of seems like a lot of bullshit and filler. Oh, and then uh, one of these, like, Marvel, you know, fan pages I follow was, like, uh, Disney or Marvel, whoever owns the shit, whoever's running the shit, is considering doing, uh, like, our specials. For some of the shows they had come uh, planning to come out, like Echo and uh, Agatha and all that stuff, which it's crazy because sometimes you're like, "Is this a good idea?" And then you go into the comments and you'll read some people's like, the, and they'll kind of make it more clear. I'm like, "Oh yeah, you know what? This might actually be better because, dude, sometimes in those series, you'll just get like a lot of a lot of nonsense episodes, like." Like, my favorite I like to bring up <laughs> to my homies is Breaking Bad. There was an episode like Breaking Bad had where it was like Jesse and Heisenberg and, and you know, they were cooking under Boyos Hermanos. And there was an episode about a fly. And I always say that, like, I watched that episode. It didn't make sense to me. And then, uh, I was talking, you know, my buddy Trey always bring it up to him. I was like, solid, great episodes except that one episode. And then he tells me that there's an actual like breakdown of how important that fly episode is. I'm pretty sure it's true because I mean, you, if you dig long enough, you're going to find something. And so, so yeah, I was like, so, th- so th- this is like the little small news that I, f- uh, I get on the pages and I actually think it's a good idea. I think that like, you know, maybe none of it, all of it doesn't deserve a series. Maybe just give us like an hour. We can digest that, get the story moving and rolling. Because I'm telling you, dude, week-to-week drops kind of suck, like, <laughs> waiting for shit, and then you get an episode, like, I know Netflix fucked us up by the binge, but honestly, f- I think that's the way to go, like, because waiting week-to-week just to be like, oh, this episode didn't even need to happen, I, I, I was looking forward to it, and then you completely let me down, well, at least when you binge, you're like, eh, it wasn't a whatever, and you can move on to the next, and, I mean, what, it, you know, whatever, they both have their flaws, but, um... Yeah, so uh, I clicked on this YouTube video, and this guy was going into detail about how it's, uh, you know, this Phase 4 sucks, and how Doctor Strange was kind of shitty, and Thor would not didn't live up to the hype, and I mean, he had some really good points, 
I don't I don't like to agree with people who are just shitting on stuff like but he had some pretty good points. Like what I like to do is I like to look through the you know, it seems like a lot of personal stuff, maybe stuff they were trying to get out of it. I try to like decipher that and try to find like the real meat of it and then you can if you pay attention in these videos. But it seems like man, mostly people are just the way he did it was so hateful uh, of <laughs> like of the you know of, of what's going on and i gotta say something too oh that's right dude we caught uh i caught up on a lot of movies recently we uh we saw that hocus pocus too right over the weekend it, it uh like my wife is a huge huge fan of hocus pocus i'll tell you this story we moved into our previous uh the last house we lived in before this one and the what like i had scheduled the wi-fi to be set up one day but they're like oh no we we only have it two days out i don't know if you've ever been without wi-fi with kids and their tablets and shit that like don't work really work off of internet uh just regular internet uh, cell service or whatever but it sucked and to keep my girls busy my wife put on hocus pocus the dvd (laughs) that movie was played I think like 30 times before the internet got set up, dude. And I I hated it. I was pissed. I was like, this movie is okay. It's not that good. And if my wife listens to this, she'll be pissed. But, <laughs> dude, I, I got burnt out of that movie because it was just always... I could hear it playing in the background constantly. Now I had cell service and I could watch YouTube or something and distract myself. But in the background, you heard Hocus Pocus. Anyways, so we're watching Hocus Pocus 2. I think it's, you know, look, when when they do a remake or when they do like a, a revival of something, it's it's kind of hard because the times have changed from when, like, dude, that, that movie came out in 1993. And I was like, you know what I found different about this was like I was hoping they were going to bring back some sort of like uh, a bully aspect to it because the two guys, the, the white guy and the guy named Ice, you know, that was a thing. That was like a whole story within the Hocus Pocus thing. This guy came and these guys were bullying him. And I noticed they didn't do that in this one. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. You probably couldn't like and it wasn't there was sort of like a bullyish person there. But he was kind of like, no, like, I like you guys. And it's just like, ugh. what I'm getting at is like. A lot of like Disney and all these people, mainly Disney, is is seem to be is trying to be more inclusive with stuff, and also like avoiding thing. And it's like, God damn it, dude! Like I hate this shit. It sucks because movies could probably be so much better if they weren't so afraid of people, you know, commenting or or protesting something that happened in a fictional fucking movie. That's the thing too. You motherfuckers need to realize these things are just movies and stop taking this shit to heart. Like, god damn it, dude. That's why everything sucks. Why all the movies aren't good. It's why, like, dude, I'm going to say this. I've said it how many fucking times, but it's, come on. You got to realize with me, shit sucks lately. Nothing's good. Like, it just isn't, man. And I'm not trying to be one of these guys who, just because I turned 33 doesn't make me an old fucker. But I'm just saying, dude, it seems to be that it sucks. Dude, now I'm, I'm look. I don't watch these reviews before the movies, the stuff I was talking about before. But I definitely go in with like, I get this feeling in a movie where I'm like, I'll leave and I'm like, oh yeah, that was. 
No, that was good, right? Like that, that, that's a good movie because it should be because they spent like 180 million. That's good, right? <laughs> like if you have to ask yourself, that was a good movie. Like if it didn't, if it didn't make you feel like you just went on an adventure, then it wasn't a good movie. It was just a movie. And I'm not saying only these fucking MCU films can do this shit. No, like anything Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese. When he when you get like you're basically like a fly on the wall in these movies, right? You're watching all this shit go down. And you just can't believe it. It should feel like that, you know. And like, what was that movie? Hateful, uh, Hateful Eight, dude. That was a great fucking movie from Tarantino. And you feel like you feel that fucking tension in the room, dude. You know something's up. You know something's afoot, and you're like, "What is it? Like, what's the secret?" And then when you find out, you're like, holy shit. And then, of course, Tarantino-esque style blows everybody away, literally and figuratively. And you're like, damn it, that was great, you know? Or in Goodfellas, and there's no spoiler alert for this, because if you haven't fucking seen Goodfellas by now, I'm sorry. Like, go fuck yourself. But don't. I'm sorry. I apologize. But but actually do. Um, yeah, you feel like you're in, you're fucking, you're part of, you're like Tommy Two Toes or whatever. Like, I know there was a Tommy Two Times, but you're Tommy Two Toes. You, you, you only have two toes, you know? And and you're in there and you feel like you're part of the mob. And eventually, I mean, for some reason, you're not getting whacked, you know? They put the guy in the meat truck. They put the guy in the dumpster, you know? But they're not whacking you for some reason. You're Tommy Two Toes. You already got it bad, you know? The guy's got two toes. What do you want to do? And so you feel like you're in this this universe of these gangsters and stuff, and you're seeing everything go down, and that's the way it's supposed to feel. And I just feel like maybe, or actually, these movies aren't kind of doing that, man. Like, what's going on? But, again, let me say this. The Marvel movies, right? Ten years. Ten solid fucking years. Great, great movies, great timelines, all that good stuff. Anything that sticks around too long, I think will just be torn down. Because, again, like, what if they ended it right there, right? What if they're like, hey, that's it. We're done with that. We're done with that story. It's it's over. And even if they, like... Uh, okay, for example, what if they were like, we're starting all fucking over. Like, that was this... That was this universe. Now, those characters are... We're not going to use those characters again. This is going to be a whole new story, whole new everything. Maybe, just maybe. I mean, but uh, I don't know. They they go that way. But of course, people would have been talking shit still. Like, it's not like the other universe. And you know, it's like, well, then go watch that shit, man. Like, I, I love how, uh, what was it, Kanye? In an interview, he was like, yeah, people always tell me they want to hear the old Kanye, the old sounds. Well, go buy those albums, you know? Like, go listen. I have those albums. They're out. They're all, you're going to get me now, you know? I don't know. I just think that these critics, these people who are just doing this shit for fun, it's like, look, man, enjoy it or don't. But, like, and and I honestly believe that, like, just like anything, some of these things, some of these series or whatever aren't going to be for everybody. I don't know. I mean... It's funny, dude. I feel like uh, I, I I joke about these people, and here I am talking about it to myself. But it's because I think it's a I think it's a very cool movie franchise. I mean, dude, what other franchise goes this long besides fucking Fast and the Furious? And like, I'm never talking about that fucking you know, except for that time 
in part one, you know, <laughs> he's all bullshit. Nobody likes a tuna here. You know, that scene, that was a great scene. <laughs> like that, no, Fast and Furious 1 is a good movie. Oh, God, I'm not going to start it. Dude, see? See what happens? You start talking about it, and then you get into it, and I'm not going to do it. Just, I'll just say that Fast and Furious 1 was hilarious because of where it was. The Buster brought me home. You know, what's the Buster doing here? The Buster brought me home. You know, that fucking part. Oh, dude, in the other part where he's like, I never snitched on nobody. I never snitched on nobody. <laughs> dude. The acting was impeccable in there, dude. I just got to say, oh, man. I see on Instagram there's that um, there's a guy impersonating Vin Diesel. And the actor who played Jesse in Fast and Furious 1, it was hilarious. He was in this Instagram video, and you see him walking up to, like, Vin, like the fake Vin Diesel, and he, he clocks the camera, and then he backs away. Like, he, he gets out of frame. And a lot of people were, like, speculating. They were like, is this dude at, like, a fake event? Does he think that that's Vin Diesel? You know, because there's no context to him being there, but he's there. And he, I don't know if he's dressed up like his character, but... I mean, dude, whatever happened to that guy, he, he killed it in that fucking... See, dude, look what I'm doing. Fucking real time. I was about... I'm talking about the fucking Fast and Furious franchise. God damn it! <laughs> Anyways, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's crazy that these people are making careers off of other people's careers. Like... Back in the day, you used, like, uh, was it Cisco and Ebert give this movie two thumbs up or two thumbs down, whatever. Thumb up, thumb down, thumb sideways, I don't know. But movie reviews used to, like, be something, and now that we can all just have an opinion about anything, I guess that's what it is, man. I guess it's like we're just too jaded. We're, We're just... Nothing's special, nothing's new. Somebody puts an album out, next week there's a new album. It's just we have too much, man. It sucks, right? Like, the most informed, the the best technology, but we're just so over it. There has to be, like, a... There's got to be something, man, like, some sort of... You know, they did this experiment. <laughs> this is going to be a stretch, so listen to me. I'm, com- I'm what I'm going to compare being overstimulated and given too much to this story I heard back in like this fucking 70s I want to say maybe even 80s I don't know they gave this woman a um I guess you could call it like a like an early days vibrator and <coughs> she she was given this thing all she had to do was press a button and it would pretty much get her to like climax right and once she found out how easy that was she did it every day all day they said that her thumb had calluses on it from pressing it so much she had to get she had to uh tell her family like take this away from me and she would like be fighting and clawing at the door to get it back because once you have the access to like something good, which was her feeling like that orgasmic feeling, like she didn't want to like let it go. She just needed it and needed it and needed it. And I mean, dude, imagine pressing a button so fucking much. You've got calluses on your thumbs or on your fingers. That's insane. And so 
So what I'm comparing this woman's crazy psychotic break from orgasmic pleasure is like, we're too stimulated. We don't give a shit. We're always like, what else? What else? Oh, yeah, that's cool. What else? What other movie you got? Okay, is the Hulk going to be in it? No, I don't give a fuck. Hey, Black Panther 13. I'm going to go see it. Fuck it. It sucks. Oh, okay, cool. Thor 15. You know, the (laughs) we're in the uh, we're in the fucking phase 81 of Marvel Cinematic Universe. What? Uh, Thor's a non-gendered bilateral two by four. Sick, dude. I'm going to go watch it. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I think we just, yeah, there's just so much content and so much entertainment that I guess the only natural thing to do is for people to come out and be like, no, don't waste your fucking time. This movie sucks. I like those people who, who just blatantly give it like, nah, it's a piece of shit. I was like, oh yeah, a piece of shit. Yeah. It's a $180 movie that had like people working on it. I doubt is a piece of shit. I mean, it might not be great. But a piece of shit. Come on. I can make a piece of shit movie. That's for sure. Give me a, a an iPhone 15 because the camera is going to be better, obviously, next year. And, and I'll shoot you a piece of shit movie. What the Hollywood people do, it's just, you know, it just didn't turn out right. But is it a piece of shit movie? There's no fucking way. I doubt that. But... I don't know, man. Maybe I'm getting too jaded. I don't know. Maybe this is the over... This is my... No, this is my realization. And, like, I'm just too fucking jaded. And maybe everything I see isn't isn't good. And I'm just telling you how I feel about it. That honestly could be fucking it. Welcome to 33! And how could I forget, dude? We did it. Man, we did it. And you're, and you're probably wondering, oh, you must be talking more Marvel talk with this Deadpool and Wolverine thing. No! Because that's whatever, you know, like, that's like them just giving the fans what they want. And guess what? They're still going to hate it. No, what I'm talking about is something that we absolutely needed. And if you, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's fine. Let me fill you in. Community, man. One of the, in my personal opinion, one of the best TV shows that was ever on. And, you know, the whole thing with them, the whole thing with Community is like, you know, they, they had this, this I guess this joke written in on one of the episodes where like six seasons in a movie. And just typically like, dude, because the creator of that show is Dan Harmon, right? Same guy who helped co-create Rick and Morty. And if you watch Rick and Morty, you know... Like, God, dude, like, uh, one Rick and Morty episode is, I I hate to be that guy, you know? No, you know what? Fuck that. I'll be that guy. I'll talk how good Rick and Morty is, but I'll never, you'll never catch me wearing a fucking, any memorabilia. That's, that's the, <laughs> that's the antithesis. That's like the crossing of, like, who the fuck are you? Like, I, you wouldn't catch me dead in a Rick and Morty tee hat, none of that shit. I don't care if one of my favorite brands collabs with them, I cannot wear I can't wear the shits. It's just, it doesn't look right. Because every time I see a guy and he's wearing like a Rick and Morty hat, I'm like, I don't want to even, I think I look like that guy if I wear that shit. So anyways, Dan Harmon creates community. 
And dude, the writing is fucking great. In my personal opinion, every you know, people who see it, they're not into it. That's fine. Not everything is for you, guy. Okay. I'm on the thing where like I'll tell somebody to check a show out, and that's it. Like I won't, I won't bother. Like it's you, you will or you won't, or you'll find it on your own. I don't know. So, dude, in my personal opinion, Community was one of the greatest shows on there. You had Joe McHale. You had, of course, Childish Gambini or Gambino, but, you know, for the sake of, if you know me, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn that shit into something else, uh, uh, fucking Chevy Chase, dude, that was the biggest thing, was, like, Chevy Chase was on a TV show now, and I think he killed it, I think he did a great job, and they had so many good themed episodes, it was, in my, again, in my personal opinion, I think, like, one of the best funniest shows, and so, they, uh, what what ended up happening was like the first season of the show it's just it's kind of just like you know they kind of find their footing and then it kind of like <clears throat> it it kind of centers around it doesn't really but if you think about it like the the center of the show is this guy named Abed right who's played by Danny Pudi uh and he basically acts as like the fourth wall being exposed like just just being meta and calling stuff in the moment that's like, hey, we're on a TV show type stuff. It's really fucking cool. I, I liked it a lot. And so they would do like a lot of sitcom tropes from the 80s, 90s. They would just, you know, reference that uh, they were in bottle episodes. It was just, it was a fucking great concept. I loved it. And so th- there was a, there was a line that was written in on one of their jokes. I was like six seasons in a movie, which is like, I, I guess their way of saying like, you know, on this TV show that we're on, but we're not, we're going to get six seasons in a movie, which they exactly got six seasons. And the thing about this show is that the fans are so loyal <clears throat> that there's, um, now a, a lot of TV shows have this, right? Like when a show is about to get canceled, or they they they're wondering where it's going or what it's doing. Like I think for Veronica Mars, they sent in Mars bars. I think for fuck, what was it? I don't know. Like the fans would do that, right? Well, <laughs> so uh, Community was being canceled after the fifth season, but fans were like, "No, six seasons in a movie." So it got revived on this you you have never heard of this thing it's called yahoo screen and the only reason i knew about it was because community was moving there now they say that they were the reason why yahoo screen didn't work it was yahoo's attempt to go to to the netflix answer you know but they were just too early like it was when you when somebody comes out as like the first People who follow in their footsteps will initially fail in the beginning. It's like when you take the time to kind of figure out what you really want to do, I think is how you succeed. And so Yahoo Screen, I mean, because there was Yahoo Screen, there was uh, C, was it CISO? Then there was Quibi. Uh, These were all like new concept ideas or new like streaming platforms that tried some, tried to be the next Netflix, but it just, you know. I mean, what is it? The first through the door, they're always the bloodiest. And these guys tried and they, they failed. So anyways, Yahoo Screen, uh, I guess, picks up communities like rights from NBC. Because NBC canceled it. And 
it sucked because we were all like, no, we want this last season. Like, give us closure because they didn't plan to get canceled. So the the last or maybe the fifth season was, I don't know. I got to rewatch. But it didn't seem like they were going to give us closure to it. So so it, re- it got revived on this Yahoo screen. I watched it. It came out every week, I remember. And, uh, you know, they claimed that they killed it. But it was already good. It was a pretty bad platform like they didn't have anything fucking good on there besides to me personally community so they uh they finished the six seasons I think everybody was you know decently happy with what happened we got a little bit of closure but the cool thing about this was that it wasn't on NBC anymore so they were getting a little bit more like I hate to say this word but they were getting a little bit more real on this show like they were um they were like cussing and they were making like crazy huge jokes like kind of being a little bit more like like perverse or whatever the word is but i liked it i appreciate it i was like this this is tight like because on nbc they they weren't clean cut but they were very the writing was so smart that like they would make jabs in like a funny around around saying dirty words you know so um so they got their sixth season, they finished it up, dude, and now all that was left was that, a movie, and for the longest time, like, I had given up hope, I was like, ah, oh, that'd be sick if there was a movie coming out, but I don't even know, would anybody go see it, I mean, the community fans would obviously go see it, but, like, you know, how what would that look like, and then they would always interview the casts anytime they had, uh, I mean, projects coming out, and they would all say, like, what's the deal with a community movie? And Because it, it's, it's such a thing in, like, pop culture zeitgeist, like, that if you, you know, at least people, I guess, in Hollywood would ask them and just be like, so what's the deal with the movie? And for the longest time, like, oh, you know, they're, they're, I think they're going to start writing it. Like, oh, I've heard, you know, the people, the cast members are like, I think they started writing it. Then it would be like, I think they finished the script. And then, and it would go on and go on and, like, to when I think was it maybe a year ago Joe McHale was like yeah they're they're like shopping it around they're like they're trying to make it happen and that was like the best news that was like oh shit (laughs) that was like the the because I was like okay this kind of could be happening but you know these things could all often fizzle and just fade away so i didn't think anything of it not until i think monday dude october or was it no wait what's today i don't know you know it had to be like the first of october i'm lying even then i think it was the 30th of september was it friday i don't know look anyways it just passed and they announced that uh the movie was going to come to peacock which is it's kind of cool because it's like it's nbc's I mean, it is NBC's um, property, uh, so it's only fitting that it would come out on Peacock. But, dude, I'm fucking excited. I mean, I hope, you know, at one point Childish Gambino left or Donald Glover. You know, he had left the show. Chevy Chase was fired (laughs) after (laughs) basically calling his boss, like, all this shit. And, I don't know, I think a rant came out, a voicemail or some shit. I don't know. So it's just super cool that like something like this is finally happening, man. I, I you know, you, you're patient and you think like nothing will ever work out. The shit you want to work out sometimes doesn't work out, but this is one of those things that 
lo and behold, works out. And, um, much not like, not much like Kanye though. You know, a lot of shit doesn't work out for Kanye. (laughs) Like this dude's life is, dude, I would like watching his life unfold stresses me out. And I have no business caring about this motherfucker's life. But like, I'm like, you got four kids. You you you've like going through legal battle with Adidas and uh, and Gap and you know, <coughs> like your ex wife was dating a comedian and you lost your friend. You lost one of your good friends. Like, how do you be him and not? Like, dude, this guy must take, like, a ton of Advil a day. At least I would. I'd be like... Or maybe he's just learned to accept that shit falls. Shit's gonna happen and and just move on with it. Because I I can't imagine, man, like... Because he had this song, uh, Real Friends, where he talks about, like, one of his cousins stealing his laptop. And he wanted... His cousin wanted $250,000 back for his laptop. And it was like, fuck, man. Like, I can't... That's... That's where it hurts, I think, like... And it sucks, man. It sucks being I like I, I I figure it must suck to be the person in charge of the person with all the money and you come from you know, family that doesn't have any money. Like that must fucking suck. Like one person makes it out <clears throat> and and I don't know, maybe the the family thinks that okay because I know this person then like I can go to them for for whatever I need or for whatever mistakes happen to me. And yeah, dude, it must, it must fucking suck. Like, man, he, and he gave the, his cousin the money. He gave his cousin the 250 grand for his laptop back. And I was like, that sucks, man. That, and I mean, like, what do you say? Like, here's two, here's, here's a quarter of a million dollars. Don't ever, I don't want to ever see you again. Right, but look, if you've never had money and you get that influx of cash, that two hundred fifty grand is basically twenty dollars. Because what you're going to do with that is going to be fucking, it's going to be ridiculous. It's like, I mean, so many people do like. I've only seen it. I I'm pretty close to like, you know, obviously seeing what money can do to people, and also like I've I've seen where a kid, literally a kid, like a got a huge influx of cash and man what sucked was like like when I saw that kid who had the money I was like damn dude like why like I'm just gonna be real on the show I was a little jealous right because I'm like how does this motherfucker get this kind of money now little context he didn't get it in a great way I mean got into an accident and I guess they filed the lawsuit and they, he got some money. But, you know, I was younger when I found out that he had all this money. I think it was like 23, 24 maybe. I don't know. Still kind of young and just naive. And I, I would think like, man, why does this motherfucker get to have like... Because like, yeah, he was in the car. Somebody looked fine. So he got to obviously like enjoy that money. But then in real time... And here's the thing. I don't know how long he had that money. But... In real time, I saw the destruction of it, and it was crazy, dude. I think I told the story on here. I won't, re- you know, I won't repeat it. But the the essential, I mean, the the main point of the story was like this guy got the money, 
and he skated too. And when people found out he had money, they befriended him and he was all for it. So he was paying for meals. He was paying for, I don't know what the fuck else they, you know, wanted. I'm pretty sure he paid for that too. And then it, like, he has a party. One of his befriended, you know, one of his new friends, his older brother comes and robs a place and nobody does anything. And, and then he feels, uh, what do you call it? He feels uh, like a way about it, obviously, because he's like, I thought you guys were my friends, but obviously for the money. Once the money left, so did all those fucking people. And it was crazy to witness it because I saw the high and the low, right? And and I would just, I'd be like, man, this guy is living, like, you could tell, money, how about this? Money doesn't make you happy, but it can, it can, like, I feel like if you're, if you have money and you're happy, then money can make you happy. But if you're, if you have the money and you're not happy, then it definitely won't make you happy. Like I see all, all these top tier business people and they look fucking miserable. Sure. They can like a vacation to Italy and do all this shit, f- f- fly on private jets, even own a private jet. But it's like, they look fucking like something is pulling at them internally downward. Like it just looks like a lot. So, you know, I can't imagine what it is to like have that burden of like, people going to you you know to be the money guy that and then when it when and if it runs out to then be left alone because you don't have that one thing they wanted you for you know that and I saw that shit and it the the guy was so like like life was pulled out of him you know and I was like and I you know he went from, like, buying all this shit all the time to, like, looking like he hadn't bought shit ever. Like, I don't know. It's like when the money goes, everything fucking goes, man. It's crazy. Like, he had life in his face. And then when I saw him the next time, he was just, like, a fucking, you know, no sunshine could be found on this motherfucker's face, dude. It was crazy, man. But, like, you know, so same with Kanye. Like, I don't know. I'm a fan of this dude, man. I think he's... Like, I, I wouldn't say genius, but I'm just saying, like, I think this guy knows what the fuck he's doing. So when he wears a White Lives Matter t-shirt like he just did, <laughs> like, I saw that shirt and I don't think anything of it, man. I Because, dude, if, if anybody gets mad at this shit, it, you're an idiot. You're dumb. I'm sorry, but you're dumb and, you, and, you're, and you're leading with emotion first and for, like, foremost, like, it sucks that, like, everything has to be so, so safe and so protected now. Like, like I get some, some wrongs that needed to be right. <laughs> like, how about not a white guy playing a Mexican guy and just being like, oh, yes, senor. You know, like, I get that. Like, that's not cool. Let, like, let's make a ground level, like, of that. Like, let's not have other races play other races, you know? <laughs> let's start there okay cool all right great let's treat women with respect in movies and in life can we agree on that yes okay cool let's move on but all this shit in between is just like come on bro so like he wears his white lives matter shirt and look obviously this dude needs your clicks he has he knows a great way to stay in the fucking media and all that stuff dude he is great at that he knows how to push people's buttons 
and how to uh, how to get you to pay attention to him. I mean, this dude has been consistently in the news since the beginning, dude. I mean, since his first album, and nobody thought he would do shit, and he proved them all wrong. And I don't know. Look, I'm just saying, I'm a fan of the guy. Obviously, not a fan of some of the shit he does, but that's good. that's him. And, dude, nobody can cancel this motherfucker. It's impossible. You can't do it. It's just not going to happen. This dude does everything opposite of what you like. And nobody, like, and he just keeps going. And, you know, and the canceling thing, right? It has to be bullshit because look what Kanye does. He does all this crazy shit, but why don't they cancel him? Is it because he's uncancelable? Or because people are like, well, no, I want to see more from this guy. Can we just cancel? Like, I don't care about people's dirty laundry coming out. Like, I don't care that whatever Ellen DeGeneres was a bitch. Like, you know what, dude? I expect it. I fucking expect it. I don't care if, like, uh, what's his name? George Clooney stiffs a tip uh, a waiter. Like, I don't care. I will assume that all these actors are human beings and human beings are flawed. If I am, the next person is, and the next person is, and the next person is. Now, if we got famous, we would still be those same people, just a little bit more famous. And so when shit comes out, like, Ellen DeGeneres was mean on set. It was like, okay, but, like, what did she do day-to-day, six days a fucking week, or possibly seven? I don't know how long that show was on TV for, but, dude, you're not pissed at your job, and now imagine you have to be in charge of, like, 50 people, and they're all coming to you for good, like... It would get fucking old. And I think that's what people are like not realizing. Although I did hear this one story. Uh, she was at a restaurant with her girlfriend. And the waitress. Ah, fuck man. The waitress said that Ellen told her boss that like she wants to get served by somebody else. Because like her fingernails were disgusting. Or something. I don't know. But again if you're working at a bourgeois restaurant. That's kind of what you get. You know. If, like, the plates are 100 bucks a plate, I mean, you, you add, I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, if I go to a fast food spot, 99% of the time, these motherfuckers' fingernails are dirty as shit, and I gotta eat that food, okay, but I, but you're gonna pay for what you get, right? 100 bucks a plate, ah, clean it up, let's clean it up, you know what I mean? I mean, dude, I can't tell you the amount of times I have been served food with fucking hickeys on, on their neck, and I gotta be like... Look, I get that that felt good, dude, but you got a job here, and now I don't want to fucking eat. Dude, I once, I was at a Subway, and and, it, and it's a fucking classic joke, but this motherfucker looked like a leopard. His neck was so hickied up, dude. This mother was hickied up, dude. I was, I literally walked out. I didn't say anything. I didn't, be, I wasn't like, this is fucking gross. No, nothing. I didn't complain. I just walked out because I'm like, that's fucking disgusting, dude. Like, because it's like, if you're getting it done to you, like I said, I'm pretty sure it'll feel good for like a second. But like the amount that this guy had, it was crazy, dude. And I'm just like, I don't know. No, I'm out. I don't want to hear that bad. Like, I can leave. Like, you can leave. You can do that. <laughs> just because you walk in somewhere, that doesn't immediately glue you into that to that room. Like, you can get the fuck out of there. And I did. So this this waiter chick like was pissed or whatever that uh you know uh Ellen had had uh I guess had told her that 
uh, or no, told her boss that or whatever. But at the same time, man, I'm I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised. Like, like you know, bring out the ones who are doing this shit. Like Bill Cosby, Jeffrey Epstein, fucking what's this guy's name? Um, uh, the fucking Weinstein, uh, uh, whatever the Weinstein guy. Like, bring those motherfuckers to, to the light, you know? I don't care. Like, those guys deserve to, to... They're pieces of shit, and they deserve to be brought to the light. That's fine. But, oh my god, you said something on a podcast. Oh, you said something back in the day. Like, fucking... What are we doing, dude? What are we doing? And it's crazy, too, because they'll cancel people who are, like, doing good shit now. But because they said something, like, on MySpace in 2006... Like, and, but see, that's the thing is like, uh, it's like, it's like money, right? We all believe that money is worth, it has value. So we use it. We, we trade and buy things with it. So we go like, you know, this is worth this much and what you're selling is worth that much as well. Well, I feel like it's the same with canceling where it's like these, these businesses and companies are like, well, look, I would stick behind you. But right now this, like you said something about a gay person, this uh, saying something about gay people right now, the currency is like high. So if we, if we keep you, that shows we're against gay people too. And we can't have that sort of currency. So it's like, oh, the silence is violence bullshit. It's like, no dude, they're just silent. They just don't want shit. You know, it's crazy how the bullied become the bullies, you know, and maybe it was their time. I don't know. But every motherfucker getting canceled, man. <laughs> like, just let's make it worth some weight. I don't care if somebody said some racist shit a long time ago. I don't care if somebody disagreed with, like, uh, some sort of political or, uh, you know. I mean, if they were out, outlandishly, like, racist or, uh, you know, uh, being a bigot or something. Yeah, okay. And if they, if they showed that for many years... Okay, if there was proof that like this type of behavior was was them, then okay. But oh man, and then I remember, fuck, what was it like? Man, I forgot who it was. Some 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 female like R and B artist or something. I don't know who it was. Made fun of, like an Asian lady and was like doing an accent to her and like, bro, they they were canceled her all about a whole week and then it was over. You know, <laughs> so I was like. This is bullshit. Like, this is all... It's all bullshit, man. This is probably, like, my most cynical episode ever. I I don't have any optimism for you right now. You know, maybe towards the end, but as of right now, dude, I'm I'm all cynic right now. (laughs) SNL came back for their 48th season, I believe. Fuck, man. That is... That's too much. (laughs) Like... There's rumors, just rumors that, um, you know, they might be hanging it up after 50, which is honestly, I think at this point it would be, it, it like, I'm down for it. Like, I think 50 seasons of anything is, it, I mean, when you, you end it on your terms, I think it's perfect. Cause I think like, I don't know, man, <clears throat> I think SNL definitely had its moment. I think 50 years as a comedy institution is more than enough. I mean, of course, everybody says this. This is like the classic when SNL starts up again. 
but like the new people they have they're okay i mean because you don't know them or who they could be because they said they say this about every new character but i'm like and of course you know i'm gonna say that like i have well i have like uh, you know groups of my favorite snl cast like the chris farley david spade adam sandler era then you have in my personal opinions a little bit into there you still got like will farrow sherry o'terry uh what's his name uh uh tim meadows dude like and then you come into a little bit more new agey amy poehler tina fey uh fred armison bill Hader. that little era chunk like they just they killed it and i'm pretty sure even at that time people were like you know the new the new people aren't gonna you know keep it up but dude they held their fucking own with you know they had jason sudeikis as well like dude like killer a killer cast will forte like come on these people have gone on to like do like real shit and so uh dude like a good chunk of people left like eight people left the cast and and so they brought in some more people but it was it's just kind of i don't know i mean keenan's there dude keenan's been there for 20 seasons God, God, Keenan is the longest running character on SNL, which is great for him, you know? Like, that's that's great. I mean, he started on all that. It just makes sense that sketch comedy is something he kills at, which he does, you know? Keenan's great. And, <clears throat> but if the rumors are true, I do, I hope they go out on 50. I think we don't need SNL anymore, like, as much as that sounds like, I'm not trying to be a dick. And I'm not hating, it's just like, Y'all did it. Like, if you did 50 seasons, you did it. Like, you did it. You know? <laughs> like, what else? How long do we want to keep doing this, you know? And as comedy changes and evolves, a lot of their skets are like, sketches are like safe now. Or they're very like, you know, they could be funny. But they're just, they're playing it safe. And dude, not to mention, like, last season or this, the previous seasons, they are doing like, I don't know, like four hip hop songs, four hip hop parody songs, a show. It's like, yeah, okay, it's funny once in a while. It, is, I mean, any parody you're gonna do of a song is funny once in a while. But after a while, it's like, okay, we get it. Like, you're gonna give you a current hip hop group, Migos, give you a current situation, the Queen dying, and then there you go. You're gonna have like a hip hop like music video on the Queen dying. Like, I don't know. And so, I mean, Pete killed it with the Eminem ones. And again, that even got a little... Because he did one with, like... Uh, like he did, like, a Stan parody <clears throat> about Christmas. And then he did, like, an NFT one uh, with his other song. I forgot. I forgot it. But it's where he, like, looks like Robin. Anyways, like, even that has a point where it's like, okay, I mean... You squeezed all the juice out, you know? And now he left... And, uh, <laughs> like, dude, Pete Davidson fucking, shout out to that dude, we don't deserve that motherfucker, like, look, I, I'll admit, I hated, you know, once in, once in a while, because I just didn't get it, I was like, I mean, personally, is he the funniest? No, like, I don't think he's, but he has a certain, like, thing he does in movies that, like, that help him be in those movies, you know, and I, I think he can be funny in the moment, uh, his stand-up, I just, I can't, I, I, I don't get it, it, like, it's just not my, it's not my taste, but, dude, shout out to the guy for fucking, you know, dating the most toxic person's wife, ex-wife, 
surviving that and dude he doesn't get enough he doesn't get enough play for that like that's fucking crazy like pete (laughs) dude the shit pete went through i gotta say fucking amazing to make it on the other side but anyways so you know snl dude 48 years 48 seasons dude like it's okay to wrap it up i mean and i'm for that with all shows simpsons whatever south park family guy like sometimes there is a point where it's just like okay like that's enough (laughs) like we did it guys huddle around we did it things need to end man like it's just because then you know you go on too long and you know it's an institution though it's i mean they lose that and like who the fuck will be watching nbc i mean they don't even really watch you know saturday night live live anymore it's just i mean especially me like i'll watch a skit on fuck dude i'll watch it on instagram i used to do it on youtube now snl will post it the whole sketch to instagram i'll just watch it on instagram how do you break down those views of like okay we had a hundred thousand on the tv we had 2.3 million on the youtube and then like another million on instagram like that's insane right to the you know the sketch did well because this many people people viewed it but like on different platforms it's crazy it's also it's also on hulu too i think like immediately the next day but yeah man oh and then they came out they said i don't know if it was two sketches but for sure i know one sketch this the Charmin. it was like a Charmin bear sketch and this guy came out saying that snl stole his skit now this kind of this kind of has been happening lately and even some comedians would talk about this on you know separate podcasts where they would say uh, there'd be some writers from comedy shows listening to comics bits to take it and put it in like, you know, shows like Family Guy. Uh, I don't know about The Simpsons. The Simpsons, I think, have had pretty much like solid writers that can come up with their own shit for years. But yeah, like um, sometimes there'll be somebody there and like they'll do a, a bit on stage. Uh, I know, what was it, last couple seasons back, uh, this this comic said that they took his like he had a zillow bit uh zillow being that like that uh website where you can look at uh houses and prices all that all that stuff and he said that they stole his bit and then now this other guy is coming out saying that like he did a animation sketch on youtube and i watched the sketch and then i compared it to the to the snl one and i gotta say guy has a fucking point He's got a fucking point. Now, where do you go for joke court? Like, how does that work? Like, I get it. There's intellectual property, you know? And he obviously has the proof that he posted the video before the the sketch aired. And, you know, he's claiming that. So I watched it. I watched the sketch and I was like, uh, I watched his uh, cartoon sketch. I was like, okay, yeah, that's, you know, it's... I get the concept. It wasn't funny. I mean, it's a good idea to put down. I'll, I'll give the guy that. I didn't laugh, but um. So and then I watched SNLs like right back to back. And yeah, dude, I think they pretty much took that. But again, it's not that to me. It's not that hard to think of that like a sketch of the Charmin Bears, and do what they did so I'm, I'm almost thinking like parallel thinking but i mean also i don't doubt that the snl writers are like lacking ideas or like the you know because some of the, the 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 players 
the comic players in the show also have to write sketches. So I get that, like, it might be a little overwhelming having to do all this fucking work and come up with bits and sketches and ideas. I, you know, it, it must be torturous, you know. So did, did they probably steal it? Yeah, probably. But, like, are you? what, what do you want from that? Like, if it was me, I would reverse it. I'd be like, cool, if you're going to take my bit, at least offer me a job. You know, I'd be like, I'll go work for you if you need bits or something or, you know. Because, I mean, it's hard to say, man. It's kind of flattering that SNL took a bit from you. Like, it is, I think. But it's also like, fuck you. Like, come up with your own shit. I, I get both sides. But it's kind of flattering, to be honest. Like, because, like, they, they thought your shit was funny enough to steal, you know? And again, like, where do you go? Joke court? Like, how do you... Imagine sitting in a courtroom. You're like, all right, your honor, look. I came up with this charming bit about you know, this kid wants more out of life than just wiping his ass, being a Charmin bear, and, you know, I just feel like SNL took that intellectual property, and, uh, you know, Keenan Thompson, who's been on, uh, who's been a, uh, an SNL player for about 20 seasons, uh, you know, stole my joke, and what does the judge have to say, he's like, well, I've watched both sketches, and, uh, you know, it's in, it's in my, uh, in my favor to rule that, you know, the obvious cartoon sketch was the first at it. SNL owes you, I don't know, free tickets for life, which is probably going to be two more seasons because we're probably going to cut it off at 50. Like, what do you want out of that? I don't know. Like, again, I, th- I think flattering. Take the, take the compliment. But, you know, the joke, I don't know, man. See, that's the thing. Like, joke thievery is so... I mean, well, who do we have? They uh, Carlos Mencia, they accused Amy Schumer, uh, Dane Cook of stealing some bits. And now, I mean, Carlos Mencia being, like, the most notorious, like, blatantly stealing, like, old jokes. Amy Schumer, I think they said that she took some of, like, Patrice O'Neill's jokes and kind of just redid them herself. And then Dane Cook, I think the only one, like, Dane's not a... Not like a real, an artist theft, but he might have taken like a bit from Louis C.K. That was the whole thing. And then Louis actually had a sketch, or he had a scene in his show, uh, you know, Louis, and he had Dane on, and they kind of discussed it like within the show. So it was like super meta. It was like, this is me, Louis, the comedian, actually talking to Dane Cook about joke stealing. And so that was that was kind of a cool way to bury the hatchet. And uh, because... I always think of this thing, Currency the Hot Spitter said. And if you don't know Currency, uh, I don't know, I can't help you, but you just need to get a lot more cooler. But he was in an interview, and he had started this company called Fly Society. And it was him and, like, two other people. And then he let the skateboarder in, Terry Kennedy. And Terry Kennedy was, like, you know, he was blowing up. He was he was getting on like he was hanging out with Pharrell and all this stuff. Pharrell put him on his uh, ice cream team for shoes, and so Terry was kind of blowing up, making the skate scene a lot you know better, uh, a lot more eyes on it, if you will. Not better. Nobody can make skateboarding better, but he was Terry was bringing like more eyes on on skateboarding, which is always, I guess, what you need to sell boards and sell shit. So, so there's this interview because some shit went down where um, Terry Kennedy behind currencies back they had started a group called fly society and so uh terry got in that group and i guess he was like 
rapping a little bit with them. I don't know. I don't remember what the whole situation was. But behind Currency's back, Terry Kennedy got a lawyer, trademarked Fly Society, the logo, everything, and then went to Currency and was like, hey, like, you got to stop using the logo and the name because I own it now. And and he basically, you know, went under his fucking, went under his nose and, and stole everything. And so... currency during this interview somebody asks him like well how do you feel about that and his response was like the best dude and this is why whenever i hear about people like getting their jokes stolen or getting intellectual property stolen i go like well are you not like smart enough or funny enough to come up with something else like i don't understand currency goes oh no he can have that like that's done like that's just a logo and that's just a name i can come up with another logo and I can come up with another name, which he did, which in, 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 in my personal opinion, it's a better name. It's a better logo. And it like it f- like Fly Society. I'm sorry, is a name a 10th grader could come up with for their clothing brand. Like no, no, no bad onto currency for them for making it up. But it's it's a name for a specific decade. Do You know what I mean? Like. And it and it's like the 2000 to 2010. Like it's an easy fucking name. It's an easy logo. It's like honestly, it was meant to be because he fucking he let it go and that and that's it. And then he came up with Jet Life, and then he you know he would use jets and and all that stuff. So, which it's better to have a name like that because it's so innocuous. It's so like almost anything. It can be anything. Like it's simpler. It's just it's perfect. It doesn't tell you like, oh, this, you could tell this name was made in this certain decade, you know, or like if you see people rocking, like, do you remember the Tony the Tiger hood t-shirts or like who else was it? Like Captain Crunch as a hood guy. Like, oh God, dude, when I would see people wearing that shit, even when it was, I don't don't even say when it was actually in, but when it, when people were wearing it a lot, I was like, this is, that's the worst dude. And then, uh, I know you remember people wearing like black hats with like silver glittery like uh, embroidery on it of like whatever money signs. Is, oh Jesus, dude! And and shit, hey, uh, like who who started like ice cream and BBC and all that? They would do all those all over prints, and people would just copy those things. And it's like, but they would copy it so disgustingly, like <laughs> it was gross. Like, sure, ice cream and BBC were trendsetters for that time, but the shit that they got copied from them, it was just like the worst, dude. So. Like, yeah, so he, he says in that interview, you know, yeah, let him have it if I can come up with something. Else. And I fucking love that, dude. I love that because it's like, yeah, like if you're creative, like a comic or like your sketch, uh, you make sketches or whatever like that. Like if somebody steals your idea, it's got to be flattering. And then also you just got to go like, cool, I'll make something else. Like, and if they steal that, like there's proof that they're stealing shit. I understand you want to stop those from stealing. You know, you want to stop the people who are stealing because then they're going to be like, oh, this is fine. I'm going to keep doing it, which they will. But, you know, if, if it's one time and, you know, they'll probably stop. They'll probably get a talking to you, right? Lauren will come in and be like, I, I'm going to try to do a Lauren Michaels impression, but <laughs> but it's going to be horrible. So just bear with me. Let's see. I might cut this if it's fucking horrible or I might leave it on because I'm real with you guys. All right. <laughs> He's like, no, we're going to go ahead and and beat the shit out of somebody who stole that sketch. There you go. So that's my Lauren Michaels. I don't know. You compare it. 
and uh, don't tell me about it. Anyways, so yeah, no, I think it's just flattering, dude. Like, take it and move on, and 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 you know, currency. I mean, uh, what's his name? Terry Kennedy sold the logo, and it sold for about a year, maybe two years, and then it was no longer around because you can have the logo, you can have the name, but if the designs were kind of basic and ugh, you know, it was it wasn't that great. And like I said, like a name like that, sometimes it's just for that era and then it's gone. I mean, brands like, I don't know, to me personally, like the hundreds, 10 deep, those things are just so, you know, they're, they're not specific to one thing. So you can't really tell like what era of it is. And so when they come out with product, it's just always current and and they're able to adapt. It's not like, uh, you make, a a brand called like, you know, (laughs) This is going to sound so fucking off, but follow me. The Pog Collector, you know what I mean? Like, from the 90s. So if you if you have a fucking t-shirt brand that you made in the 90s, and it's it's not going to be people like, I don't know, what the fuck are Pogs? Like, what are you saying? Like, you know? <laughs> so I just think, like, it's take it as with a grain of salt. Just be like, fuck, they sold my shit. I mean, call them out, because fuck that. Because obviously, I think the video, uh, the comparison is it's crazy, it's like, yeah, they definitely, somebody definitely stole that shit, I mean, you could say parallel thinking, but I don't know, man, the, the, the bit was too, too, uh, too close, my personal opinion, dude, man, we were, uh, (laughs) dude, me and my wife were, we do this thing, right, so, like, we, we get home, and we just, were relaxing, and she's on TikTok, I'll just be watching some YouTube shit, like, clips, or whatever, and, uh, I love, the the back and forth we have because we're just we're laying down we've already you know ate dinner told each other about our days and all that shit uh <laughs> and so we're laying down we're kind of digressing from the day and so she, i know something's funny because she does this like laugh i can't even i can't even redo it because it's her laugh but i know that she found something fucking funny so dude we're, we're laying in bed and she goes uh <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation where somebody, like, wants to sing for you? Oh, man. And I have this fucking memory, dude. And I'll never... It'll never leave my mind. My my brain, like, hit record. And it, it always stuck there. So I busted out laughing. I was like, yeah, like, what makes you say that? And so she just... You know, she tells me about this video. And I said, oh, dude, I immediately start telling her a story. Well, I was, like, in high school. And I went to this party... It was kind of a, I don't even, I was trying to remind, uh, remember who I went to the party with, but I don't remember. And it kind of freaks me out because I'm like, and the people around there were kind of sketchy. So I was like, who, I I was somewhere with somebody there. I don't know. And so I'm sitting down in the living room and people are making drinks and, you know, it's a party. So whatever. There's no music or fuck, I think there was, but then like. This, this girl arrives and everybody's like, you know, <laughs> like excited. She's there. I don't know who this chick is. And she sits down next to me. Like I'm on a couch and then she's on like the separate couch, but right next to me. And some guys are like, Hey, like you should, you should sing for us. Like, see, <laughs> dude. And, uh, 
she's like, no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. And then uh, they're like, no, no, you're a singer. Like, and they're, they're, they're telling me like, no, dude, she sings like good, dude. She sings good, <laughs> dude. I love the, the, the fucking, the way they talk, like, of like, no, bro, she's like, she's good, bro, she could sing, <laughs> and so, um, and I'm just, I don't give a fuck, you know what I mean, I'm sorry, like, I, I can't suffer that shit, like, I'm just like, okay, like, you don't have to sing if you don't want to, I really, trust me, as I'm living my life at that moment, I can still live it without you singing, and I'll be absolutely fine, so then, um, they're, they're egging her on, they're egging her on, and she's like, no, I don't want to sing, and I was like, oh, you know, so, <laughs> and so here I am, I, you know, I'm, I'm an asshole sometimes, like, when it comes, when it comes to people, I don't know, I feel like they put me in an uncomfortable position, but really, it's just me being uncomfortable, so I have to say some something smart back, I don't know, but, so finally, they, they wear her down, right, and so she starts, like, singing, like, uh, you know, like, I can't, <laughs> I can't do the impersonation, but she was like, I forgot what song she was singing, even, like, I, she was just, she was doing the hand thing, you know, when you hit these notes, you, like, the hand moves up and down to show you, like, I'm at this octave, now I'm lower, you know, she was doing everything like that, and look, for the most part, I don't know singing, and so, she was singing, oh, good, you know, I just, I don't like to be put in those positions where I'm like, great, like, now I gotta have a face that says, like, you're good, when really, like, I don't know shit about singing, like, the people who are famous and who are singers, I'm like, yeah, they're, they're good, like, so, all right, but, like, in person, I'm like, nah, I I don't know what to tell you, like, I'm not gonna be a dick, because I don't obviously know anything, and so she starts, like, uh, rattling off credits, like, well, not credits, but people she knows, like, I'm going to say this with quotations in the industry, but really these are kind of like, some of them are local and some of them I think are known, but I don't know how I'm known. I don't know how, the, how far the reach is. And so she's done. I'm like, Oh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> like, good job. All right. You, you, well, yeah. I mean, you sang a song that you, there you go. And so so then she's, you know, you could tell like she, she did it and a little bit of confidence came out of her, which is good. And she's just like, yeah, you know, I was in the studio with uh, Paula Dionda and for the sake of like, I don't know again, how much people know about these artists I'm going to rifle off. She's like, yeah, I was in the studio with Paula Dionda, you know, didn't specify doing what, but you know, I guess that was up to my dumb ass to be like, oh, making music. And then she was like, <laughs> As I'm telling my wife this story, she's like, oh, yeah, did she say, like, Frankie J? <laughs> Dude, I was like, what the fuck kind of reference is that? And then I just kept going. Me, me and my wife just kept going, like, oh, yeah, in the studio with Baby Bash, you know? So, like, it, look, I mean, ultimately, it's not, <laughs> I'm not berating this chick for trying to sing. Obviously, she was a singer. She, she did it. But uh, I just, dude, like, when people tell me their hopes and dreams I'm, I always want to tell them, like, don't tell me. Just, like, keep doing it. Don't announce that you're going to start a clothing brand. Don't announce you're a singer. Don't, oh, dude, don't tell me you're doing hip-hop or, like, whatever. Like, I, dude, I've seen some dudes trying to, you know, trying to capitalize on the on the current state of hip-hop by getting face tattoos. I'm like, fuck, bro. I just, I fucking hope you make it. I really, at that point, I'm pulling for you, dude. I'm like, fucking make it, please, so you don't have to, 
explain why you got a face tattoo in 2017 or 18, whatever, dude. So, no, man, I don't know. (laughs) Shout out to her for (laughs) singing on the spot. But, oh, man, it just reminded me of that fucking super bad scene where he's like, you're Jimmy's brother, man, the singer. And he he feels so pressured to sing that he does. I kind of felt the same way about this girl that she was, like, so pressured to, like, sing in front of us. And uh, I'll just never forget it, dude, because it was one of those moments where I was just so uncomfortable. And, you know, she was singing. So I was like, okay, like... All right. <laughs> but anyways, man, this is going to do for me for this episode. I appreciate uh, I appreciate you guys listening um, every week, man. It, um, I get stoked every time I put one of these out, man. So, um, yeah, if you're listening to this on any platform, you know, rate it, review it, do whatever you got to do to it. Let a friend know. Be like, hey, I'm listening to this podcast. You should check this out. Is it any good? Kind of not, but fucking listen to it because I said so. And uh, I'd appreciate that. But uh, I'll see you guys next week, man. Thanks for listening. Later.